InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. America's foster care system. A surprising number of kids are in foster homes. And a recent study sounded the alarm that the system is not working well at all. InfoTrack's Taryn McCall is here with the details. Taryn? Thanks, Chris. We're joined by Dr. Mark Courtney, Director of Research and Development, Balmer Endowed Chair for Child Well-Being at the University of Washington School of Social Work. Before we get into the study itself, how many youngsters are in foster care at any given time? Just a little under half a million are in the foster care system in the U.S. at any given time, and about twenty-five to 30,000 age out of the system every year. This study has disturbing findings in so many areas. Maybe you can give some of the highlights to start. Well, in looking at youth who age out of care, we're finding that they're much less likely than other young people at their age. In the most recent interview we had was around 23, 24. Less than half of them are working. Less than 1 in 20 have a college degree. Many of them have had run-ins with the law. Many of them are suffering with mental health problems, substance abuse problems. Many of the young women in particular have children, having a hard time parenting them. So they've got a lot of challenges across the board. Some of them are doing just fine, but on average, the outcomes are not good. And there are particular subgroups that are having a really hard time. Let's talk about crime for a moment. A surprising number of foster kids, especially young men, end up in the criminal justice system. Right. Well, I think it's important to note, at any point in time, and when we talked to them the most recent time, about 16% were actually in jail at the time we talked to them, 60% of the young men. So, you know, the vast majority at any point in time are not in jail. But if you look over time, most of them will have spent some time in jail, at least a night in jail, after the age of 18. And to me, what's really troubling is that involvement, but also the fact that They don't really appear from their own report to be engaging in a lot more crime than their peers, but whatever trouble they're getting into, it's having pretty significant consequences for them in terms of involvement in the adult criminal justice system, and that involvement makes it difficult for you to succeed later in life. It can be hard to get a job, depending on what your crime is. It can keep you from getting financial aid if you want to go to school. So, yes, that's troubling, and it affects primarily the young men. Tell us about the employment picture for kids who have been in foster care as opposed to those who have not. Well, they're less likely to have been employed in the past year. And even among those who are employed, their wages are not lifting them out of poverty. So our estimate is that over three-quarters of these young people are living under the federal poverty level. Once a child goes into foster care, how likely are they to get out in any conventional sense? Or do most of them just age out of the system? Actually, most children who go into foster care actually go home. So it's over three-fifths of children nationally who go into the foster care system go home, and the vast majority of those stay home and are able to remain with their families. Probably the second largest group is adopted at some point or leaves the system in the care of a legal guardian. It's really a relatively small group, less than one in ten of young people exiting or children and youth exiting the child welfare system that actually age out. But that's more common for adolescents. And most of the people who age out of the foster care system actually came into the foster care system as adolescents. They didn't enter as young children. So it makes things complicated. They have families and they have relationships with those families, ongoing relationships with those families. But in many cases, those relationships are problematic. That's why they were placed in foster care. And when we're talking about aging out, is that age 18 or 21? Depends on where you are in the country. The vast majority of states 
once you reach the age of 18 or right around the age of 18, the child welfare system will discharge you from care and is no longer legally responsible for providing you with housing, food, etc. There are some exceptions. In one of the states in my study, Illinois, for many years has allowed young people to remain in foster care through age 21. And that means they could stay in the foster home they're in, or over time, they could move into various kinds of supervised independent living settings, dormitories, apartments, and still have the state supporting them and a caseworker looking in on them. So it depends on where you are. We're talking with Dr. Mark Courtney from the University of Washington School of Social Work, and we're talking about a recent report about the nation's foster care system. Dr. Courtney, there's a sizable percentage of former foster kids who have really serious mental or substance abuse problems, isn't there? Well, that's right. Most don't have serious mental or substance abuse problems, but there are groups that do. We have one group that we refer to as troubled and troubling, and they're mainly young men, and most of them do suffer from some kind of mental health, substance abuse problem, domestic violence, run-ins with the law, and those problems make it very difficult for them to succeed in employment and education, and we really shouldn't be surprised that you know a significant subgroup of foster youth really do suffer from some significant mental health, substance abuse, other kinds of personal problems. After all, they entered the child welfare system because they were in families that weren't doing a good job raising them. And as I mentioned earlier, most of these young people entered as adolescents. So a lot of water was under the bridge. A lot of harm in some cases had been done before they entered the child welfare system. And a lot of them carry that harm with them past the age of 18. And they're going to need a lot of help after the age of 18. So if someone were to make you king for a day, and you could take whatever steps you thought were necessary to fix the system, what would you do? Well, I really would encourage states to take up the option that they now have. The federal government, up until really this year, stopped reimbursing states for foster care at 18, which had a lot to do with why states stopped providing foster care at 18. But the new federal law passed in 2008 will allow states to continue to provide care through age 21, I would encourage states to do that and to get serious about thinking about what kinds of supports, housing, mental health services, employment services, educational supports, you know, depending on who the young person is, what kind of supports they need to do better during that early adulthood, period 18 to 21, to be ready to be on their own at 21. You know, that's probably a little early as well, but I'd like to see more states continue that parenting role into early adulthood and recognize that you've got some young people who really are are doing okay in spite of the maltreatment they suffer in their families. They're on track to graduate from high school on time. They have a little work experience. They've avoided a lot of the serious mental health problems that some of these kids have. And they just need help having a place to live and going to college. But on the other hand, you've got young women who had children by the age of 17 and aren't finishing high school. They're going to need a lot of help both parenting their children and in acquiring you know, the education and work experience they'll need to support those children. And then you've got a group of young people, many of them young men, who just really have a lot of problems, and it's leading them to have trouble with the law, etc. So I'd like to see more states, instead of washing their hands as young people at 18, do the right thing and continue that parenting role and learn how to do it well. I mean, we don't have a lot of track record of states trying to do that. Illinois is one of a handful of jurisdictions that has any experience doing it. So there'll be a learning curve, but I really do believe that's the right thing to do. In these days of a bad economy and soaring federal and state budget deficits, a lot of these things are a tough sell right now, aren't they? 
doing anything in the human services realm is a tough sell these days, but I guess I would say two things about that. One, I think that there has been a lot of bipartisan support for providing support to foster youth making the transition to adulthood because politicians, regardless of their political stripes, know that parents don't abandon their children at age 18. That's just not normal in this country. You know, half of young people in this country between 18 and 24 are living with one or both of their parents, right? I mean, they're getting a lot of support along the way, well into their 20s. So I think a lot of politicians know that providing some kind of support during the transition to adulthood is the right thing to do and is only fair. Secondly, our research suggests that extending care potentially has some significant benefits in terms of young people delaying pregnancy, continuing their education, and having greater earnings later on. So, you know, I would look at this investment as potentially a very cost-beneficial investment by government. You know, you do the right thing by these young people, and they end up being more likely to be productive citizens, productive taxpayers. Dr. Mark Courtney from the University of Washington School of Social Work. Is your report available online? Sure. Our reports are on the website of Chapin Hall. So it's just C-H-A-P-I-N-H-A-L-L dot O-R-G. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. I'm Taryn McCall for InfoTrack. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.